0: Rush Hour podcast, brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist, for fast craving relief. News only is directed.
1: Tonight, egging becomes the latest rugby league atrocity. We'll get Sterlow's tips for the weekend, Jamal Idris' revealing interview, Wayne Bennett opens up, and Jude Bolton is in, which means we'll talk AFL finals, which start tonight.
2: Welcome to the Rush Hour. Welcome
1: aboard. There's two things I just don't get, Jude. The popularity of Roxy jasenko and why... <laughs> Why we have to see her on the front page. Condition, well, forget the condition and we wish her the best. Why is she even...
3: Is this the first I, ever mention of Roxy? Just on this, go, show, on this yeah. show, yeah. I, so I, I, just, just, I just want to make note of that. Just producers take note. Yeah. I,
1: I just don't understand how a PR person all of a sudden is on the front page of the paper every second day. Um, and how Rugby League can find... I mean you AFL people must must just laugh and think that Oh man. no, there's
3: always a few issues across the AFL as well. Don't worry no, about that. Not, not but not but, like
1: but this. this is these are just
3: it's it does stagger. It beggars belief at times and then you look at I mean a few things to come from it. Jason Tomalolo. mate, he you're gonna be the name that comes out. It doesn't it's never the Holden Cup players. It's never the Holden Cup players. The other thing is Pull your head in. Just pull your bloody damn head in. As my dad used to say, don't be a dead shit. You know, like there's <laughs> there's obviously, I mean, you Wednesday night, you know, you obviously young blokes, but if you're gonna egg someone, egg the egg your teammates' car. You don't egg uh, locals around who are your supporters, your the people who turn up the games. It's just oh
1: okay. What would you do? Because you're, you know, fam- part of this famous Sydney. Group, you know the no dickhead policy, and the, you know the great leadership group yourself and uh, Kirky, and who, who, you know, who are the other big names that sort of led uh, the team? Those guys like Hawley right. and Craig Bolton right. and all those guys. Okay, yeah. so you got five young blokes, one of them a star player, but still a young bloke. How would you deal? What would you have done today?
3: Oh, he'd be dragged across the coals in front of the team, and you know, I, I, it's just more. You'd be asking why. Like you, you, the thing with these things is, you sit there and you go. If you had a thought prior to doing something like this that you're happy with your family, your coaches, your teammates, your name being plastered across the front of the paper, you go, "Well, you're obviously not up to it. What do you, you know? You got to have some professionalism about you. I don't know. And they are young blokes. Boys will be boys, but this just—it's just." It's just Dumb stuff Look, Upper on the, echelon Dumb stuff That's it
1: On the rugby league Atrocity scale It's pretty It's pity stuff It's one out of ten Yeah You know it's not It's uh not rubbing up against a dog or putting peanut butter his <laughs> genitalia. To, and We don't need
3: dog. to go even across that stuff. It's just more, don't, don't don't make yourself a headline. Just go and play footy, you know? All
1: right. That's it. We'll put that subject oh. away. Thank goodness. <laughs> you know when you wake up and you go, oh, we've got to talk about this now. <laughs> no, egging. What are we talking about? Let's get on to finals footy. We'll talk AFL shortly, but after this, what a great interview Jamal Idris gave last night on the Stirlo Show. We'll play some of that. Speaking of Sturlow, we'll get his tips a little later. It's the Rush Hour on Triple M for Nicorette Quick Mist for fast relief from Siggy Cravings. Use only as directed. More after this.
0: Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist. For fast craving relief. News only is directed. Triple
1: M, it is the Rush Hour. Whenever we talk league, it's for Totally Workwear. Find your local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. Jude Bolton is with me this afternoon. Now, a bit of housekeeping. Uh, if you're in Brisbane, tomorrow we'll be broadcasting from the northern end of Suncorp Stadium, so the Caxton Street Inn. Uh, if you were there for Origin, it's the same location, uh, not too far from the Wally statue. So we'll be there from 6 until about, I guess, seven thirty, seven forty-five. How many of the punters sit out in the front and watch you there? Oh, in Queensland, fifth. it's a fair few. And it's a great setup they got there. They do it in the QRL um, for Origin. I, I guess the NRL will do the same thing. They've got couches and they've got tables and chairs and they've got uh, a thing next to us. They've got food. They've got drink. Uh, they, they do it properly there, so uh, we'll be on air from 6 tomorrow. And for our Sydney audience, on Saturday, what a day, 9 o'clock dead set Legends, 12 o'clock Saturday, Triple M NRL, 3 o'clock Sydney Swans, GWS Giants. As soon as the siren goes, then we go to the two league games, Cronulla-Canberra, and you'll miss about 10, 15 minutes of that, and then Melbourne-North Queensland. You settle in for the day. That is exactly right. And Brisbane, you get everything bar the AFL, but basically from 9 a.m. until... Eleven ten thirty wall to wall sport on uh, Triple M uh, here as uh, we get ready for the finals in both codes. Uh, Jamal Idris has been a curious case. Yeah,
3: what- obviously stepped away from the game and uh, you know went on a bit of a journey around the around the world and visited a lot of different countries. But um, he's obviously looking for a, for a new home in twenty seventeen and there's. Uh, Some
1: suitors lining up It's quite descriptive About the journey That he's been on I guess you'd see this A fair bit In your sport In rugby league In any sport Where kids With a heap of talent All of a sudden Lose interest Lose their way
3: um, well, he's spoken about his anxiety uh, issues and things like that as well, and I, I guess it, it, today is uh, "Are You Okay" day as well, mm. and it's uh, it's something that uh, we've seen. Doesn't matter if you're a bigger star in a sporting uh, environment or whether just uh, in business anyway; like you can always run into into trouble and, and make sure you check out for your mates.
1: Well, this was on the Sterlo Show last night on Fox, and we thought it was uh, interesting enough to to bring
2: back tonight. I guess there was a lot weighing on my mind. It, you know, it's a uh, been eight years I've been playing NRL for, you know, and but um, you know, for me it was always hard coming towards the end there. You know, my name passed, my uncle passed and my pop passed all within three months. You know, and then I got a call and I was talking to my brother and I was talking to my family and you could see I was stressed and he just said, you know, you gotta do what's best for you mentally. Yeah, there's no point playing if you're not gonna mentally be yeah. there.
4: Well you've spent some time in Ghana yeah. and reports that you would like to be part of Organising the building of an orphanage yeah. there—is that something that can become a reality?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, while I was over there, I bought I bought some land. You know, uh, we're building the foundations at the moment, and I uh, I got some cousins and uncles at the moment sorting out the uh, try to get it registered. So it's definitely something that I want to do, and I do want to do want to finish. You have to have goals in this in this life, and that's one of my goals. Why Ghana? My, uh, my dad's from Nigeria originally and, you know, I, I was talking to him about it and he said, well, Nigeria isn't the place you want to be at the moment. Obviously, with all the terrorist action that's actually going on there, so um, he advised me to actually do it in Ghana and, you know, it's been something that I wanted to do ever since I was a kid. I remember when I was... Uh, about six, seven years old. I was walking in Nigeria, and I seen this this small child about the same age as me, and his face was melted into his chest. And I didn't know what it was, and so I asked my uncle and I asked my dad, and they said, well, the rebels, that's how they would go around, and that's what they would do the children. They would throw acid into their faces. And I, I didn't understand how people could actually be that cruel, and I was crying, and that's something that's stuck into my head ever since. Mm, it's a great pursuit. I sit there and I smile. When I look, I look back and they show... Uh, um, the classic matches on TV and I'm sitting there playing with people like Hazemel Masri and Luke Patton, Andrew Ryan, Steve Turner and it seems like it was so long ago and I look now and I'm 26, I just turned 26 not long ago and it's kind of like all that seems like it was decades and decades ago um was laughing about as well you know with my australian jersey that i have signed that i played in i played with the likes of lockyer you know like Thurston and all these i played with petro (laughs) you know that that was massive and people look at them now and there's a lot of kids that growing up to them they they think about them like oh they were legends back in the day you know and it's like well that's when i was playing it's it's an unbelievable feeling yeah and there was plenty more
1: there but um we had, we had to cut her off at some point. Mate, th- interesting, think, interesting human, isn't he?
3: Absolutely. I think it's uh, you. You take your hat off to someone who, you know, chooses to step away and actually, you know, find what's right in himself and get himself in a good headspace. And then uh, now he looks like he wants to attack it again. And he's got his manager, you know, obviously searching for opportunities. And I tell you what, twenty six, you know, one hundred fifteen kegs, one ninety five. He can have a
1: big impact.
3: You'd be cheap year. for the first team and that cheap. gets him. You're getting wow. cheap
1: at the first contract. Absolutely. But the thing about him that's interesting is most footballers, most athletes, all they think about is their career. So by the time they get to the end of it, uh, there's sort of, oh, what do I do now? But this guy actually, there's depth to this guy. Hmm. So let's say he never plays rugby league again. He seems like he might be okay. Oh, there's a lot There's a life out there beyond just, you know,
3: but it also, carrying a footy. To have those life experiences and step, obviously, you know, I spoke about the young kids in Ghana and things like that and buying property. And uh, I guess players need to understand how privileged they are to play uh, sport at the elite level and uh, sometimes you need some of those experiences to, to see wow okay I I, mean, I do have a very privileged life but you know sometimes you can uh, run aground as well at different stages during your career
1: well we wish Jamal all the best he seems like one of the good guys and uh, let's hope we see him back in the NRL if he wants yeah. if he doesn't want good luck to him as well this is the Rush Hour here on Triple M is going to join us after the break
0: this Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed.
1: Triple M, Rush Hour. Now, this is normally the segment we do our rugby league tips. Jude, I oh, look now, now oh, I know you like your footy. Uh, I don't, yeah. You don't mind your rugby league, but we can't, we can't have you tipping for the listener. I mean, we can. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I'd I mean, let's get an expert in. Let's, let's get, get an expert, expert in. And he's also going to give us a traffic report on the M1. Peter <laughs> Sterling, come in. Good afternoon, gentlemen.
4: Um, I'm flying along the, uh, the M1, the X-ray, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, it's all good if you're heading to the central coast. <laughs> and, mate, I'm happy to be tipping AFL. I... I got no doubt GWS will this
3: weekend. So know, I they, yeah, I think they. You're right on it, there, Stu. Uh, you're right on it. Are hey, you tipping GWS Giants, Jude? No, nah, the Swans will get up by a, in a no, close one, no, mate. Hang
1: on, don't now. No, hang on, I forgot. You're Mr. Sydney Swan. Wait, no, no, no. I'm, I'm
3: impartial now. mate. As a commentator, you got to be impartial. You oh. can't.
1: You can't be waving the, uh, the the scarf around. No, no. We will talk a uh, little AFL, and you are right when it comes to tipping. You, you do tip uh, with your head, not with your heart. All right, Stu. By the way, I should. It's M1 in New South Wales, not the M1 in. Queensland. That's probably buggered at the moment so don't think Stirlo's <laughs> off his nut. Uh, let's go quickly through these, Stirlo. Brisbane, Gold Coast tomorrow night.
4: Bronx. I
1: think I this will win this one, Dan, but I think the Gold Coast will push them
4: all the way. They've been resilient all year. Uh, the Brisbane side, I don't think their form is that great if you take out the performance uh, the two weeks ago against Melbourne when they were sensational. But outside of that, um, and, and losing young Tom Opicek, for this match Is a bit of a blow as well um, I'm tipping Brisbane not, not with as much confidence As, as a lot of people may think
1: Now you're off them aren't you, you, you You're very sceptical Of the Broncos now
4: I think there's some, A few question marks About them And I certainly don't think They can win the premiership But then again Wayne Bennett And the Broncos Have proven me wrong Plenty of times In the past
1: Okay Canberra Cronulla
4: well, I'm sitting with Cronulla I still think That they've got A huge chance Of winning this title Their first ever Obviously Uh, Canberra, we've got a great winning run going Scoring plenty of points If Cronulla can make this a game Where defence is on top then I think that they can they can blunt this great attacking prowess that the, the Canberra side has
1: shown in recent times. I am losing a little
3: bit of faith in Cronulla, but I'm sticking with them at least another weekend. All right, there we go. I'm you, on the, the Raiders for that one, mate. Do, do you 52 su- to 10. Do you, so guess the Tigers last week. Do you on.
1: subscribe to this? I have a theory. This is the best weekend of the year in rugby league. Now, at AFL, it's the same situation. Four finals that are all of meaning. Uh, so I, I, I know think, grand I think, final's the ultimate, but this in terms of just... Um, pure football. Pure, pure football. Yeah,
3: yeah no, I, I love, I love this final eight system. I love the fact that the the NRL have adopted yeah. uh, this final eight system. It just every game means something, but it's all in those teams that I guess are very similar matchups. It's it's bloody hard to tip both both codes.
1: All right, we're running out of time here, Sturla. Nice and quick. Melbourne North Queensland. I'm going North Queensland, and I'm going. tennis as my best on
4: Sunday. I think they'll be way too good for the yeah. Bulldogs. And I'm showing the Cox plates. Uh, <laughs> the weekend is as
1: being the better weekend of anything. By the way, Sterlo and I do a, a bed podcast uh, each Thursday. I think it's it'll be uploaded shortly. But tell the listeners, Stirlo, why you're driving the M1 because you weren't planning to do this. Uh-
4: on yeah, look, I was, I was going to stay at my sister's place in Sydney tonight because I'm on 11 o'clock plane tomorrow. I'm away for three days, and it would have been easy after golf, which I've played today, just to go out there and stay the night and have a bit of a sleep in tomorrow. I packed everything, packed everything dead. Three days worth the clothes I've got everything packed except the suits that I wear.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to the clients. So there we go. Yeah, he's just rolled out rolled out the Amex and just bought a new one. He's, he's got to get the new suit, surely. Yeah,
1: can't you ring someone at Channel 9 and say, listen, uh, I've got an issue with... Don't tell them you left it at home. Just say, listen, I've had a uh, laundry situation. Can you buy me one and leave it for me at my hotel in Brisbane tomorrow?
4: Look, I've got a few problems there,
1: Dan. Like, I'm a sort lead athlete. The suits <laughs> they have in there—they're a bit, bit tight around the shoulders. <laughs> All right, right. we better let you go. We'll see you over the weekend uh, on Channel Nine, and uh, we'll try and catch up with you on Triple M as well. As well, thanks, Stello. Good work, Stello. Have a good night. Have thanks, a good. On, have a good weekend, Jude. You and I'll be back with a sports update right after this. It's the rush hour on Triple M.
0: This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist. For fast craving relief. News only is directed. For the
1: Lamb Rush Hour, doing it for Nicorette Quick Mist. Jude Bolton here with Dan Ganane, and a little later we'll talk to Joel Kane from sportsbet.com.au uh, I have in my possession A joke. Now, we're a sports show, but sometimes we like to branch out. Oh, hold the phone. Hold. Is this. No, no, no. It was told on a Comedy Central roast. Oh, so you're relaying a joke? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I will not say the words. It is either one of the funniest jokes ever or so offensive if I play it, I'll get into trouble. So I'm just weighing up whether. Have have you played? Have you got producers just running through
3: the. uh, of whether you're going to play it or not? They've
1: okayed it, but they basically said, Dan, this is on you. Oh, they've, they've hung you out to dry. Well, no, they've said, look, do you really want to do this?
3: Well, I, I spoke to Sturlow, and, you know, he was pretty keen to take over the show anyway. <laughs> so let's let's see. How you go.
1: All right. Well, think about it. <laughs> in about 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you, it could be... The, you might not, have to tell me. Not, not rude in I'll terms wait. of... Not, no, I want your natural reaction. Oh, okay. It's yeah. not in terms of sort of uh, sexual or, or rude words, just one of the poorest taste jokes. Fantastic. That's exactly... In 15 minutes, we'll play. No such
0: thing as a bad joke. Do Let's you know. do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au.
1: Sports oh, lawyers protecting your future. There'll be no repercussions if the Cowboys have any, anything to do with it. For Jason Talmololo and the rest of the North Queensland egging crew... Coach Paul Green says he's spoken with Todd Greenberg but doesn't think there's much in it. Meantime, a blow for the Broncos with young centre Tom Opacek ruled out of tomorrow night's game. Wayne Bennett spoke today and it was a pretty interesting press conference. This comes via Dobbo. Uh, let's have a listen to what Wayne Bennett had to say. Yeah, Tom Wayne plays.
5: He's um, had a bit of a shoulder problem and it's just not not good enough, so we'll bring Jonas in.
1: Wayne, are you as confused about the shoulder charge as the rest of us? No, not really. So well, do you agree with the NRL's well, decision as not to you... charge? Uh, Michael Innespec initially
5: charged Chappot? No, I didn't say so I agree with any of, any of their decisions. You just asked me was I confused by it, but I said I wasn't. Do you think there's a problem with the disconnect between what the,
1: the committee seems to think is a charge and what the judiciary seems to think
5: is a charge? No, Well, you want, that's the way you want it. You don't want to go in there with a stack deck, because one great charge and they all think alike. That's the last thing you want to do. Uh, nah. So Sorry, are
1: you surprised at the match-fixing allegations
5: and the scale? A... I am surprised about the match-fixing. You know, I really am. And I'm, I just um, can't get my head around. To be honest with you, never been a part of that. Never seen a new team I've ever coached, and uh, it's just weird to me. You know, I mean, we're a victim of, of lots of things with our society, but obviously, you know, with the, it's probably more manipulative than it's ever been because you've got so many options to bet these days. You know, when I was growing up, it was either win, win, win all or lose and that was your bet. You know, if you had a bet with somebody, that was what it got down to. But today you got all the margins and then you might score first and then you might do something else first. So it's very open to manipulation and that's that's your challenge as a coach and as a club. It, I can't yeah. imagine one of my players here ever wanting to throw a game or want to be involved in that. It's just not part of our culture, part of our psyche in this club, you know,
3: so. Wayne reports um, that uh, Jamal Idris is wanting to get back into the NRL in 2017 and it was reported this week that the Broncos might be a suitable
5: fit, do you be open to this? Well, there's nobody that comes on the market that doesn't come to the Broncos, so, <laughs> so I just, just, just they're either any playing for right? England or they're or they coming to the Broncos. No, so, would he be in your radar? So, radar you to... take your choices, big <laughs> fella, I'm, I'm not adding any more to it. There was report last night that you wanted to get Ash
1: Taylor back to Is he English?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Come on, Wayne. That's a fair question Dobbo's he asked. Cl- he clips him around, does he? He's just put Dobbo back in his place. Well, that was a
3: fair question. Yeah, absolutely. But it is funny when you hear players always linked to the same clubs all the time. All the time.
1: And. But often they do, they're the ones sniffing around too. (laughs) Remember James Roberts? Oh, no, we're not interested in James. It was also Ben Eichert. Wayne Bennett's son-in-law who put it
3: on the table, wasn't it? Is that right? (laughs) Look at
1: you. Uh, By the way, Jonas Pearson was who he was referring to. That's the replacement for Tom So a youngster. He'll be on the wing, Jordan Carhu in the centres. Now, in other sport, yes, just a quick one. Are you uncertain about the shoulder charge?
3: Tell me what your thoughts are. Uh, in terms of Ennis uh, not being charged and then whiten obviously initially well, charged. once
1: whiten him. was charged and Ennis wasn't there was something wrong because they you know people want to say oh one had a little bit of separation one didn't I don't know I'm a layman but they look the same to me I, I think that separation's almost insignificant it still caused an
3: enormous damage Just by having it separated no, and leading the, with no, the shoulder. No, let's
1: promote separating the arm so that the elbow, elbow. is then cocked. <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> I know. It's...
0: Uh,
1: I think there'll be repercussions, and we don't like talking about people losing jobs because they've got families to feed. And, uh, you know, I think karma gets you when you start calling for people to be sacked, but there'll be repercussions for what's happened over the year. I've got nine players at least that have gone to the judiciary and won. That means that's at least nine. I think could be more. So the match review has come up with an idea, and the judiciary has disagreed. Something's For not right there. Yeah. It's more the strike rate's better than fifty percent. Most players, same as in your uh, code, they just take the the guilty plea, get it over and done with, cop the points or whatever it is. Yeah, because the, they don't want to your... risk. They don't want to risk the extra no, at exactly. So weight. God knows how many would win if they if they all went to the judiciary and actually took it on. Yeah. So. Something's going to happen in the off-season. Uh, League News for Brighton's lawyers. Serena Williams is only two wins away from Grand Slam singles title number 23. She'll me- next meet Carolina Pliskova, who had never been a veteran, but never been to a second week of, of a slam before now. Never. Never. Meantime, the men's side continues to be a procession for Novak Djokovic. He, while he keeps getting free passes via retirements or walkovers, his uh, toughest challenger, Andy Murray, was today eliminated by Kane Cory Djokovic has only played nine sets in five <laughs> matches. That's a nice... That's the armchair ride to a, uh, a title. So uh, he next plays Gaumont Fees, who uh, is in a Grand Slam semi for the first time in eight years. And we're going to talk AFL a bit later, but the final start tonight, West Coast hosting Western Bulldogs. The first time, unless someone can correct me, the first time a final has ever been held on a Thursday. I think it is,
3: yeah. I, I can't think of another occasion, but it's obviously going to be a packed house at uh, Domain Stadium and uh, the Bulldogs have thrown in five different changes tonight. So Are they any we'll, chance? Uh, I think they'll get wiped by uh, West Coast, who, who play so well over on their home turf. And the Bulldogs have never won a, a final outside of Melbourne, so they, they've got right? a poor record
1: against the Eagles over there. Okay, and that's on 7 May, I think, in Sydney and Brisbane. Yep. So there we go. That's. Uh, oh, what about this? Kevin Sheedy. He continues to be the grand master of the odd comment. He's called on GWS Giants to lure Israel Folau back. Ridiculous! Guy. Now I know he loves his red, but that must have been <laughs> at the end of a lunch. Folau's <laughs> AFL experiment, I think, was seen by under as underwhelming by everyone, and it ended in 2012.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Wallabies are going to give him up either. So no, he's, <laughs> no,
1: he's, he, I don't think you
3: would have seen him back in the AFL. But Kevin, keep going. Oh, he's been unbelievable for the game, uh, Kevin. But can Ken, Ken give a headline as well. This that was a sports
1: update for Magic Glass.
0: This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed. Hey, you semi-sonic
1: triple M Rush Hour. I've still got this joke in the system here. You have got to pull out the last minute
3: of the of the of the night. Surely. We got time. We got time. Are you saying you want to hear the joke? I want to hear the joke, but I I don't know about the repercussions. It's like, of the throw, poorest... it's like throwing an egg. You've got an egg in your hand, a... and you're just like, "Do I pull the trigger?" It's what are the repercussions? One of the
1: poorest taste jokes, oh. but I reckon everyone'll laugh. <laughs> the show's for Nicker Egg Quick, Mist. All right, let's talk about your sport of choice. Uh, the AFL finals. It starts tonight on a Thursday. But more importantly, we've just come off a bye weekend. How it was largely p- panned going into. How how do you think now that we're on the other side? Well, was it a good idea? Well,
3: I think uh, you'll only know after a, a week or two of the finals whether the teams are fresh and jumping out of the skin. And i think I think we're set for uh, four weeks of quality football, which is what you want, but uh, certainly it felt like there was a bit of a slow of momentum. There was a Hawthorne versus Collingwood game. It was a last last kick uh, win by Hawthorne, and then you go, "Wow, there's no football next weekend." so but the the women's game was rated uh, really well on TV and uh, and where you got to roll around in the uh, the legends, the legends games, game. So that was a bit of fun. How but. many possessions? Oh, not many mate I, as long as I didn't do a hamstring that who was played moment. on you no one, no one plays on anyone. In those <laughs> games. It was great. It was great. So yeah,
1: you, you filled the week with Friday night the Legends game, Saturday night the Women's game, which rated the house down, and it was an opportunity for then people to go and
3: support their local leagues, which was actually quite That's good. Not so a bad pe- idea. Pe- people go and see their local footy and local grand finals or final footy. Sales. Now
1: management of your code is the complete opposite of management of NRL, which is quite reactive. AFL, there's an almost arrogance as if I don't care what the, we don't care what the media says. We're going to do what the hell we want. Oh, so the, this bye bi- yeah. weekend, do you think? it might be a more permanent fixture
3: Uh, it's the jury's out the jury is out if we get four weeks of quality football in our code We'll, we'll wait and I think people will be pretty happy and I think speaking to some of the players they're certainly jumping out of the skin they're ready to play
1: now you think this finals is basically a race between the top four as it normally is in AFL uh, and for me it is I still
3: think the winner of both uh, qualifying finals and we talk of obviously Hawthorne and Geelong on Friday night and uh, the Sydney versus GWS game on Saturday afternoon I feel it's the winners are, uh, winner of those Adelaide were the big losers round 23 they dropped that game mm. dropped out of the top four they could be the best team in it but they've got to go through the tough, tough run. So they'll, if they win against uh, North Melbourne, they'll play the loser of Sydney JWS, and then they've got to uh, take on uh, the, the winner of Hawthorne Geelong. So it's a tough run.
1: So are you suggesting the Giants, if they were to win this week, and they've beaten Sydney this year. They've beaten by they like 42 points. Right, so they can certainly beat Sydney. Are you suggesting they could make a grand final? And I ask that with sort of surprise because most, I imagine most of those kids have never played finals. Um, the majority haven't. They've got a couple of guys with,
3: you know, big game experience, and we're talking Stevie, for, J. Stevie J's won three flags. St- Shane Mumford obviously won a flag with the Swans, and uh, Heath Shaw who's having an unbelievable season again. And he obviously won for Collingwood, so they'll be drawing on those guys' experience and uh, wealth of knowledge. But they've got there's a bit of reckless abandon when you're young, and you you, you just take the game on. And uh, they've got that about them, and uh, they've certainly play a, a brand of footy that stands up. For finals footy, which is hard okay. the footy,
1: but you're tipping Sydney for this week.
3: I think the Swans, uh, even though they got beaten by 42 points, there they got uh, uh, you know they belted uh, Gold Coast in a really wet weather game and had 135 tackles the week before they got beaten, and they look sluggish and slow, and yeah. uh, the Giants exploited expo- uh, that last time. I think they'll they'll
1: win. Okay, this week. all right, and uh, just on the lines in 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 rugby league. The experts are thinking the Newcastle Knights, it could be a decade before they're relevant again. How long, realistically, the Brisbane Knights, who've been really, for a decade now, have been irrelevant, how long before they can get back into at least a competitive state?
3: Well, obviously, Justin Leppage has obviously just lost his job, but the way he set it up, and it it was... There was probably a, a really smart comment. It was uh, He wish he'd come in after three years and let someone take the reins for three years before he got, got in there. They've got some quality youngsters. It's yeah. going to still take a while. They might get a priority pick this year. They'll certainly get a high draft pick, but they need some extra talent and a bit of leadership as
1: well. Okay, so you think, just to put a bow on this, the two winners of the qualifying finals are playing the grand final. So it'll be Sydney versus... Geelong. Ooh, okay. be a yeah. hell of a game. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Sports update after this.
0: Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist. For fast craving relief. News only is directed. Mate, we a
1: case after we play this. Oh, Dude, this is what we've Lachlan, been waiting for. Tom, you. have nothing to do with this. Still, oh, it's still
3: sitting on the side of the and road,
1: on the side of the M1, comedy, waiting for this. Comedy Central roast. Now, they oh, can get filthy. They did their roast on Rob Lowe this week. But this comedian, Jimmy Carr, Englishman. Legend, yeah. Told this joke to one of the other comedians whose father died in the 9-11 attacks. We bring you possibly the poorest taste joke you could ever hear. Pete Davidson's here. I'm appalled that people would come here and make jokes about the sacrifice
3: Pete's heroic father made on 9-11. This is not the roast of Pete Davidson's father. That was in 2001 told you oh, it was a oh, poor taste oh, joke. Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> happy is, you came here tonight, mate, uh, it's Jude. It's offensive.
3: It's offensive. It's still raw. It's still really raw. <laughs> All
1: right, we're nearly done. Are you over the shock, uh, Jude? Mate, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are tomorrow live at Suncorp Stadium, Northern End. We will see you there. Good night. Ugly Phil next.
0: This Rush Hour podcast brought to you by Nicorette Quick Mist for fast craving relief. Use only as directed.